This is Canine Hooper's World. A whole new world of fun. Everyone's invited. Hi and welcome to the first ever episode of Canine Hooper's World podcast. My name's Carrie and I want to start off by telling you our Hooper story and what started me on this journey. So I'm a little bit of a crazy dog lady. I grew up with collies, shepherds, toy poodles and I got a terrier uh, called Tizer followed by Chica who is a chihuahua and Munch who is a rescue. And that's where my training journey started. So Tizer was a handful to say the least. Um, he was muzzled quite a lot because he was um, not good around other dogs. Munchkin is a bull breed mix and my other half rescued her as a puppy. So we started training classes with those two um, when Munch was just a puppy because Tizer was a lot to deal with and we needed to be really careful of how we trained Munch because she was a rescue because she was bull breed we didn't want her getting that reputation or being one of those dogs that gets the reputation so a lot of time and effort and work went into both of those dogs and now I'm proud to say they're both super super um sociable and really cool then we have um Chica Chihuahua who a friend of mine bred um she was my first puppy if you like um and we also took her training as well now chica was the easy one um very much so before becoming a dog trainer i was a horse groom a riding instructor i worked with horses from a very very young age i then went on to be a cattery manager and i also worked at a dog groomer's Now, I would say that I'm a pet dog trainer with a passion for tricks. I've tried rally, agility, tracking, bite work, scent work, real dog yoga, and lots, lots more. My three older dogs all tried several of these different disciplines and really enjoyed them, but none were the right fit for my youngest dog, Minx. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Minx. I bred her. I raised her. I started her training as soon as possible. She was fabulous and so confident for a little four kilo chihuahua. She came everywhere with me, training classes, instructor courses, workshops. I used to take her dog walking with me. She was socialized a lot. Then one day, um, a group of us had our dogs out together and someone had brought their new dog into the field. All the dogs were off lead, just doing dog stuff. And the new dog decided that the little dog was interesting now the new dog was very very full-on and he panicked her and she ran and he chased and the game started to not be a game physically she was fine but mentally we were both really upset um we decided training wasn't safe anymore for her or should i say she decided um she went from being the confident little dog that would train around any any dogs, any distractions to not feeling safe. Um, new dogs weren't to be trusted. Offly dogs were scary. And I had a reactive dog. Now, the term reactive gets used a lot um, in training. And to me, reactive just means that the dog shows 
vocal or physical um, behaviors that might not be deemed appropriate by us humans so she would bark she would lunge um, she pups up she yaps a lot she's just not happy so because she found the world so stressful and to be honest it could be really really embarrassing at times I left her at home when I went training I would try the stuff with her when I got back home but it's not the same as having the instructor there I became friends with another trainer and we started to walk together and it took Minx nearly a year to be fully comfortable around her dogs. Now that trainer was holding an introduction to Hoopers and I really wanted to take Minx but decided Munchkin, um, our staffy girl, was a better option. Well, I made a bad choice. <laughs> Munch got so excited that she thought we were doing agility which makes her really silly. She doesn't listen, she just wants to zoom which isn't at all embarrassing. It's a little bit mortifying at times. So my friend suggested that I try Minx next time. We were paired up with a lady that I knew, so we wouldn't feel self-conscious and her lovely little poodle. And I've forgotten to mention that Minx is a little bit breedist. She likes a few select breeds. Um, toy poodles, shelties, chihuahuas, miniature datsuns. And randomly, Rhodesian Ridgebacks. She dislikes everything else. <laughs> we worked through the exercises. And Minx even had a little sniff with her new buddy. And we were hooked. I was absolutely amazed that she was in a class with other dogs. And she did all right. So... I started taking her to the classes regularly. And we practiced stuff at home three, four times a week, just really short sessions. But I started to get my training mojo back with my tiny dog, which was awesome because I'd kind of lost it with her, which when you've taken on the responsibility of breeding a dog and raising a puppy, you want to do what's right for them and you want to do what's best for them. And I'd felt like I'd kind of failed her. But Joining that class and finding Hoopers kind of got our training mojo back a little bit. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. And we started going to other places, meeting other trainers that love Hoopers. And the more places we visited, the more fun we had in different environments, the more her confidence grew. I had my sassy little madam back rather than this little worried stress head. I'm still really, really protective over Minx. And anyone that knows me personally will... Um, concur with that and I'm really mindful that we keep her as stress-free as possible we stay away from new dogs we keep to quiet areas rather than in the hustle and bustle and I also have a secret advantage I can pick her up now at competition the type of surface that we run on is more concerned than the other dogs to her so if the surface is rubber or like shredded tire or the sand is quite deep, she's actually more worried about walking on the dirty floor than she is about what other dogs are doing. Um, so that has made a massive difference. Her fact that she can go into different environments and because she understands the game of hoopers, she knows that it's fun, it's safe, we enjoy it together as a team. So it's really, really built her confidence up. 
Now, there's also been a positive impact on her health. Not only is she fitter with all the gentle turns and the running that's increased her muscle, but the vet was worried that she might have a problem with her platella, which is really common in small dogs. That's her knee joint. So quite often in small dogs, the knee doesn't fit properly in the joint because it's such a tiny little joint. Now, at her last visit to the vets, they said there's absolutely no problem and that the hoopers has really helped her physically. Now, I'm not going to say, oh, hoopers has cured my dog, it's fixed it. But I do think it's made a massive difference to her physicality. But also, it's helped her mentally. Her confidence has grown so much and she's so much happier. She's a nicer dog to be around. She's less reactive in daily life and can now be off lead in a group of familiar dogs without it being too much worry, which we would never have been able to do at all. Hoopers has also taught us to work together. It's helped her to trust me to keep her safe. It's taught her other dogs are okay because we have fun when other dogs are around. And in one year, she went from the dog that was left at home because going out into the world was too scary to going to competitions and coming home with qualifier ribbons so for her hoopers has really really helped now i understand that not everyone wants to compete not everyone can compete the environment may be too stressful for your dog as i've mentioned the um floor might not be correct there's lots of factors into getting your dog ready for competition and it's not always suitable for every dog and handler so your dog may find new people a worry or they might find other dogs too much and you know what that's okay because you know your dog and it's about spending time with your dog working on new skills that will improve your life together giving your dog a job Nearly all breeds were created with a specific job in mind and the modern world has made a lot of dogs basically unemployed. Hoopers allows you and your dog to work together as a team rather than them having to find their own work. So if you're wondering whether to try Hoopers, why not? The cost is low for the equipment and doesn't take up loads of room. It's low impact but burns energy. It strengthens your bond and gets your dog to listen to you. It will improve your dog's fitness and body condition. It will help your dog gain confidence in themselves and with you. From Frenchies to Wolfhounds, Datsuns, Beagles, Newfoundlands, Labradors. These are just a few of the breeds that I teach personally. Any breed can join in. And they don't have to have four paws. Tripods can join in too. The most important thing about Hoopers is for you and your dog to have fun. So, ladies, gentlemen, and of course, dogs, this has been my Hoopers story, and this is why I set up Canine Hoopers World. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to sharing some more stories and tales with you soon. Take care. Bye bye. You can find more information on Canine Hoopers World at www.caninehoopersworld.com. Email us info at caninehoopersworld.com or find us on Facebook. Come like the page and join our free group. There's loads of information, training tips weekly, and it's a great place to find out how to start your Hoopers journey. 